Hey gang, that's Holly, and that's Brooke, and this is the Macabre Cast, and, and that's Nikon over there, Holly, again. I was about to say it. <laughs> I, you interrupted Hi. me in the middle of me saying it. <laughs> Don't forget about Nikon. I wasn't going to forget about Nikon. And this is the Macabre Cast. I never I said that. that. I already said Episode that. Episode 7. <laughs> You didn't Whatever. see what episode it was. Okay, fine. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just being a jerk. <laughs> Disclaimer before we start. Yes. We don't have pop filters today. So if things are sounding a little different, that's why. Oops. That's fine. It's okay. I'm just staying <laughs> further away for the witch cackling. Oh. <laughs> I should probably stay further away for my weird squeak laugh. I love it. It sounds like someone's wiping a window. I know. <laughs> With Windex. <laughs> I can't help it. It's just my laugh. I respect it. Oh, uh, you're good. It's the, the intake of breath that mm-hmm. causes the squeak. I thought you were going to point out the sound that you always make where you go. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> You've been outed. Yeah. No, I do. I do always, like, start my sentences with a little, like, yeah, and it's, it's fine. It's very annoying. No, I love it. It's great. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Anyways. Uh, before we begin, is there anything we need to... Um, corrections, right? No. Nothing. Not that I'm aware of. I weirdly feel like there. I did have a correction, but I don't, I don't remember what it was, so it must not have been important. <laughs> 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 nice. All right, let's go. <laughs> you take those. Yeah, that's my philosophy in general. Yeah. If I don't remember yeah. things, it must not have been important. I forget a lot of important things. Me too, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's not a great philosophy to live by, but um, it makes me feel slightly less ashamed of myself. You, so. It's valid. Yeah. I mean, it's not just got to do your best. Yeah. Just do your best, If you're worried about gang. all the things you might be forgetting... I'd never get anything done. Yeah. I think we decided that um, Nikon is going to ref our I'm gonna rock, paper, yeah. scissors because it's such a hot mess every single time. But yeah. it's my personal favorite part of the podcast. Oh, I love no. it. Because it doesn't make any sense. I think it's the best is that it's a hot mess. It's like, it should be. Yeah. So we've decided we're going to we're gonna let Nikon say the rock, paper, scissors part and... And, and I'll say what you get. I'll I'll do a nice golf commentator type thing. Don't worry. I'm Excellent. Super excited. I don't watch golf. Anyways, shall <laughs> we? Shall we say our well, topics yeah. prior? Yeah. Um, my topic this time is going to be a cryptid. Um, nice. It's going to be. It's either pronounced um, Iraq or Ijarak. Ijarak. I'm not sure exactly what the pronunciation is. Mm. We're going to have a lot of that this episode. There are conflicting, there are conflicting reports yeah. on how to pronounce yeah. it. So, yeah. um, But that's the cryptid that I'm doing this time. And is it not wintery season related? It is. Okay, it is wintery season related. I wanted related. to highlight that, that this is kind of like a Yuletide episode. Yeah. Because yeah. mine is a, like a Yule theme as well. Yeah. Mine's not directly related to any like winter holidays, but it is a winter creature that instills fear. Lovely. So, yeah. <laughs> um, I will be covering the, 
I originally was gonna cover just the Yule Lads, but then I found out that there was like more <laughs> involved with that than I thought. So I'll just say that I'm covering the like Yuletide myths in Iceland. The Yule family? Yeah, you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> you could call it that. Excellent. They're kind of a family. Questionable. As much as anyone else's. Yeah, you well, know. I'm excited because I don't know anything about either of these. Excellent. This is going to be very fun then. Oh, I'm also <laughs> going to pronounce a lot of things wrong. Disclaimer. Yeah, I think we're going to just start this one off with saying we're attempting and we're trying our best, but it, it's probably not going to be exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't use this as a reference for yeah, pronunciation. Please don't. <laughs> please never use me as a reference for pronunciation. <laughs> please don't use any what of this as a reference. I said cal Calvary last time, like so many times. Oh, yeah. Instead of, yeah. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, shall we begin? Yes. yes. Are both players on ready? On three or after three? Go, right? After three. I, no, it's on three, right? On three? on three? I forget yeah. every time. Plus, Nikon is reffing. Yes. I just panic. I'll be watching okay. if anyone's throwing out a hand early. Okay. Okay. I'm scared. Both hands. players ready? Yeah. Okay. Rock, oh. paper. Oh, wait. Like, wait, no wait, wait I wasn't ready. A classic blunder. Never False seen start. a disgrace like this in my rock, paper, scissors referring history. Okay. Well, both players ready? Yes. Rock, paper, scissors. Holly. Holly wins me. with scissors. Brooke put out paper. Excellent. Were you incepted this time? I was. You yeah. put scissors out. Ha! <laughs> I it's was. So, it's so hard. Why is it so hard to play rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> I think part of the problem, too, is that you get the rhythm from saying the words. And yeah. so when I'm just the one saying it, it's a little funny. Yeah. It, yeah. Because I was like, I don't know when to put my hand down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but okay. I get to decide who goes first. Holly, um, what'll it be? I want to go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I just need to grab my thing. Then I can shut my laptop. <laughs> oh, You're no. just along for the ride like me now. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I keep thinking that the, the cookies on the table smell really good, but it's the candle I'm burning in the other room. That's very rude. Well, they do <laughs> smell good, but I keep thinking <laughs> that the smell I'm smelling from all the way over here yeah. is the cookies itself, but it's the candle. <laughs> I know. Okay. Um... Uh, so my topic is, I'm going to just choose a pronunciation and go with it, mm -hmm. and I'm going to go with Ijarak, um as the pronunciation, because I like that one the best. Um, so my sources for this are obviously going to be Wikipedia, um, Myths and Folklore Wikipedia. Iconic. Yeah. Uh, Mythology Planet and Mythical Creatures Catalog. Um, which oh. I didn't realize there was a mythical creatures catalog, but it was very nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, Save that for later. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Put a little bookmark on that yeah. one. Um, but the Ijarak come from Inuit mythology. Mm. Um, they are shapeshifters or shadow people. Ew. And I'm they excited. can shift into any form. The only part of them that stays the same is their eyes, and their eyes are a glowing red. Um, Whoa, that's yeah. fucking metal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of reminds me of the 
the beast in Over the Garden Wall. You know oh, how it yeah. has like the mm-hmm. same yellow and blue eyes like yeah. all the time? The dog at the beginning has it, and oh, then the yeah. beast has it later. Did you never realize that until no. now? <laughs> I'm just I've putting seen that, that together. Show like 16 times, so that might be part of it. Nice. Okay. You yeah. never realized that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I... <laughs> oh, the possession of the beast. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so their their eyes are like a telltale sign that it's the Idrak. Um, their true form when they aren't doing their shape-shifting, mm-hmm. is a human-like being, but their eyes and mouth, mouth, not mouths, their eyes and their mouth open sideways instead of, like, up and down, like ours do. So, like... Ew. Yeah, so it's, like... That just looks freaky. Yeah, it's Ew. it's vertical instead of horizontal, and I have a picture of it. Yeah, I was just going to um, look up some photos while you're talking about it. Yeah, no, I've got a picture right here. Don't worry about it. Uh, this one is a little bit cursed. Oh, my God. Um, Can I see something awful? That the eyes look like vaginas? Yeah, that, that looks like a vulva. Yeah. <laughs> Normalized vaginas vulvas there's a excuse me i don't need to talk about this <laughs> yeah it it looks bad it, it's a it looks like a vul- i don't know how to describe this other than saying this looks like a vulva but like an audi i yeah. don't know how else to describe it does it it's that. very unsettling there's a word for it i can't think of what it is um it's unsettling for that to be in the eye position yeah Mm-hmm. I also don't, I don't like how long her fingers are. No. She has Katara loopies. Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was an Avatar The Last Airbender reference for people who don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> she has the hair loopies. Yeah. yeah. Like Katara with her hair loopy things. Yeah. <laughs> her hair loopy. Her with his arrow stuff. Yeah. Um, they do sometimes transform into Arctic animals. Um, so they're very you know they're easy it's easy to like fool people because oh, okay. they're they live in the arctic oh these things are metal um, yeah <gasps> and then i like him um it's said that you can't see them when you look at them directly you can only see them out of your peripheral vision no, uh, thanks yeah so like if you if you turn to look at them because you saw something out of your peripheral vision you just won't see anything there i literally just got a chill yeah because I'm like, that is... That's the worst. That's fucking scary. That's but too real for, like, every scary yeah. thing I'm ever. I'm so sorry. I want, I want, I wanted to be really in how scary that was, but I found a picture Fuck. of one that is, like, a weird deviant art sexy version. Oh, oh no. It was, like, the third picture oh, on Google. is it the really buff-looking elk person? Yeah. Yeah, I Googled <laughs> this just to get It's pictures. the fourth picture when you Google it. Okay, well, that's not what we're going for. We're not going know, for, but... like, fantasy that type yeah, of just no. saying if people google it yeah the fourth picture is like a deviant art furry thing yeah and i was laughing about it <laughs> and that is genuinely scary that you can't like you look directly at, that's horrifying but this was really taking me out of it yeah it was like six you six gotta pack he looks like aaron from from attack on titan <laughs> you gotta stop googling my thing while i'm telling i want to look at pictures i was gonna show you pictures <laughs> Let Anyways, me do my thing. It's a fourth picture on Google for everybody who wants to see. <laughs> Which one was that? Boy. The third? Fourth. <laughs> the... 
Oh dear, sexy goat but man. But no, yeah, I, I googled it earlier when you told me what your topic was. Yeah, and I saw that picture and I was like, Yeah, I love that Nikon knew exactly what I was talking I, about. Icon. <laughs> I also saw it. I just wasn't gonna bring attention to it. <laughs> Why not? Anyways, because yeah. it's not part of the myth. It is funny. It's funny. (laughs) But everything on the internet has a weird tab on Tumblr. I know. Um, When you when you do see the Isharak from out of the corner of your eye, they may look like another mythical creature called. Oh, I should have looked up this name. uh, Tariq Suk, which looks like a half man, half caribou creature. Oh, that. that explains the yeah and so that the half man half caribou creature is a separate mytho like mythological creature but when you see the um the isharak from your peripheral vision they might show up as that oh, okay like they might take that form sure um yeah. that makes sense yeah um the isharak are found in the arctic very far north um they are most of the sightings are from the Freeman's Cove area of Tuktoservik, Bathurst Island, which is um, a common area for caribou hunting. Oh, okay. Um, so it would make sense that like legends of caribou creatures are in the area where you do that, caribou hunting. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The Isharak are said to have once been people and members of the Inuit tribe. Um, They supposedly used to be hunters who wandered too far north and became trapped between the space of life and death. Um, And so they're out there in the Arctic, stuck between two worlds, essentially. That's super weird because I'm going to say something in my um, report out that's, like, similar phrasing, kind of. Not, like, stuck between, but, like, my version of it is like more of a merging of like oh, okay. where like earth is and hell meet. is yeah is how they mm. describe it in the thing i'm gonna say later we'll get to that though. yeah just I a was teaser just gonna say that that's really metal that yeah. is really metal also every picture i saw other than sexy goat man was <laughs> metal as fuck yeah they're it's kind cool. of that thing yeah I would get that tattooed on me. That yeah. thing, I wouldn't because that's... No, it's terrifying and also probably appropriation. I, I, that, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Terrifying is fine for tattooing. <laughs> I was going to say I wouldn't do it because I don't want to appropriate anything. But yeah, it's dope looking. Yeah, it looks really cool. Um, it's also just terrifying. Um, <clears throat> but to be clear, not the vulvas. No, no. <laughs> 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 to be clear. Um... The Idirak's home is said to be cursed, um, making anyone who enters lose their way, even if they're extremely good at navigating. Um, the disorientation that people experience when, like, walking through the area where Idirak live is so intense that sometimes experienced navigators will get lost while they're within sight of their camp. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like there's this theme of like optical illusion mm-hmm. with this creature. Yeah, it really is. Because of the like peripheral vision thing. Like I'm imagining that like even if they're within sightline of their camp, like it's like doing something to them where yeah. they can't see it. It's extremely disorienting. And also 
um, on top of that, the Idirak are also known to kidnap kids. And nice. Yeah, and hide them away in remote locations that are, like, extremely difficult to find. Um, Just taking them? Yeah. Do they do anything to them? No, just taking them and then abandoning them there, never to be found again. Oh. Um, I thought you meant they were just like, come with us. Yeah. And I'd be like, that's kind of dope. I mean. Like, they just get to be friends with them now. No, they're not friends. They just abandon them out. That's sad. Don't, Don't do that. Yeah. And then um, there, there is a possibility, though, for the kids to convince the Idirak to let them go. And if they are able to convince the Idirak to let them go, then they, they need to follow the Inukshuk, um, which is a stone. Like, it's, it's those um, large man-made ca- cairns or carns. Cairns? I think it's cairns. Cairns. The, like, piles of rock that uh. people make. Um those are said to to help children like find their way back home after being captured Aww. by um an idrak and so if they're That's scary yeah if they're able to convince them to let them go then they follow those to find their way Aww. back home through like the disorientation and stuff i'm just picturing like sad people who like miss their missing child and they're oh. just like going out and building those and coming home oh that hurts yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get through all the way to that level, and that that's sad. Sad. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Ugh. And most people also say, too, that after encountering the Idirak, um, you'll experience memory loss. Um, so, like, the advice after encountering one is to tell as many people your story as you possibly can, because you'll lose memory of it after a little bit. Oh my god. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. And yeah. And there's there's all there weren't a ton of like actual encounters that I was able to find of like people's stories and whatnot. Because they forgot, Holly. Yeah, exactly. But there was one like quote also, oral tradition. So. Yeah, it is very much an oral tradition. There is one quote from Mariano Apularjuk. Um and he said, I have seen an Idrak. I once saw a pang- pangnik, a bull caribou that looked really different. The antlers were very different, very bent, really bent down low. I saw this quite recently with my son. I didn't want to see this because I'm a Christian, but this was showing itself to us i could see it through my binoculars if it had been a real caribou it would have been thick but it was very thin even though it had the form of a caribou the difference between this caribou and the other caribou was that it looked around while it was eating without lifting up its head you could tell it was very scared from what i had heard i believed this to be an idirak idirak can look like caribou these idirak that look like caribou were humans that turned into Idirak after they died. This is what I believe I saw. Um, and so, so he, he like recounted that after going out with his son. Um, but yeah, so like there are, and one of the other stories, um, was like a famous, not explorer, but like navigator Mm -hmm. who, um, was out and like was within sight of his camp 
and got disoriented and lost and then finally made it back to his camp only to find his children in the camp being like circled by polar bears what the fuck yeah and polar bears are also like one of the arctic animals that um the Igerak are known to transform into okay so there was also that um oh my god yeah yeah so it's like it mine's very short this time because that's like all of the information i have on it but it's i have thoughts though yeah so we have co- i have commentary thoughts yeah okay me too um may i go first yeah no for sure okay um two things i'll just this one's short but it, it the way it's described especially in that little like account that you mm-hmm. put in there where it was like it's skinny and they're normally depicted like on two legs even yeah. though they have like a caribou body and then or like I guess like more of a, like a man style body but yeah. then like a head and then the like weird antlers it also reminds me of over the garden wall yeah because yeah. that's what the beast looks like the that... beast is like a weird skinny I mean they don't show you know he's a tree later yeah. it shows it but the horns are like yeah. down kind of and weird and wide yeah ew I don't want like that yeah so they're like they're very terrifying. I'm not the thing about the only being able to see them through your peripheral That's vision gross. really really just gets me in well, a weird way. What makes me uncomfortable about that is like I'm the type of person who's always like on a swivel looking yeah. around and I imagine like if I saw that in my peripheral vision, I would immediately like turn to look. Turn to look and it wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. And that's fucking scary to me. It's so unsettling, especially oh, yeah. if out of the peripheral out of your peripheral vision you see like a weird humanoid caribou yeah and then you go turn to look and there's nothing there yeah (laughs) and like also you're in the arctic so everything is white yeah like like, it's already disoriented yeah that like bright white it would be like stark contrast of it in your like you would know that you saw something yeah yeah Nikon's having a crisis. It's getting worse. So, yeah. no, my, I was my, just like, go no, ahead. No, I was just going to say that, like, even before, like, I was like, I've, this isn't my, like, commentary, yeah. but, like, as someone who also does that a lot, where I, like, swivel around, I'll see something, mm-hmm. I'll immediately look. Mm-hmm. Like, I've definitely had times where I thought I saw something, and I turned, and I saw nothing, and I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's very unsettling. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was thinking, too, is it actually reminds me a lot of skinwalkers oh yeah that's one of the other things in my research they were like this creature is similar to skinwalkers and like um uh winna not winnebago's uh that's what we call my cat but what is what is that windigo oh windigo yeah. <laughs> winnebago <laughs> I, I know what a Wendigo is, but that was super weird because I that was not at all where my brain was. You were like yeah. Winnebagos, and I was like, what? I don't know why my, my brain. <laughs> what? I yeah, Wendigos. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, though. Seriously. Yeah. So they're like lumped in with a lot of those type of creatures mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. You had commentary, Nikon. My commentary was it's about the the account. Mm, yeah. My two things are like one. How could you see it through binoculars if you can't look at it directly? That's a good point. I wonder if it's because there's something obstructing your sight. Mm. Not like obstructing your sight, but yeah. you're like you're it's not actually like, like this is kind of a stupid thing to compare it to, but like in Harry Potter <laughs> in the in the second one in the Chamber of Secrets, they mm. they can't look at the basilisk in the yeah, eyes. But, like, if you look but at you it, the reflection yeah. or Colin the stupid kid with the camera, oh, yeah. he looks at it through the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be something like that, no, yeah, where that it's like something. And then the other comment I had was, I feel like this is more speaking to my own background. But when he was saying the thing about I'm a Christian, but I couldn't deny what I saw with what I saw with my eyes, I was like, that was weird to me. But oh does yeah, that have any, why does that have anything to do with it? Can you not be a Christian and see a cryptid? Yeah. Is there a part of the Bible where it says, "Thou shalt not see cryptids"? Well, no, but That's as a good question. Yeah, as someone who came from a Christian like background, I can kind of. You're, like, not supposed to believe in stuff like that. I gotcha. Yeah, I mean, not that you're not supposed to believe in stuff like that, but, like, it's it's not even a question of whether or not you believe in stuff like that. It's more of just, like, that doesn't exist, so I can't be seeing it. It's, like, contradictory toward, like, God God being almighty and stuff? Well, I think because this is specifically, like, a mythological figure from Inuit tradition... Mm -hmm. It's more of like a that's a figure from another like religious. Oh, so like idols and stuff. Not idols, but like that's okay. a figure from another religious like tradition. And if that religious tradition has this figure in it, and I see that figure, then I have to account for the fact that that also might be true. I see. In and addition to what I believe, yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to like. Yeah, you can't cross over into other like folklores or like mythologies christians are like the book says this is what's real if it's not in the book it doesn't exist yeah which which, is stupid because i'm gonna say it right now christian whatever like i know jesus was like a supposed like a real person or whatever but like the other stuff those are fucking myths christian myth it's mythology it's It's not real what are you talking about moses parted the red sea with a beyblade one of the, it's one not of the real. things that's really interesting is that there's <laughs> like a lot of the stories that you find in the Bible are stories that appear within mythology through like from many different cultures yeah. in but the they area. Don't, they would never admit that, though. No, no, of course not. But like the, the flood, the story of like the great flood yeah. in the Bible is a story that shows up in like a ton of different mythologies isn't that true about the tower of babel too yeah that's like a really common one yeah so it's it's interesting because it's essentially like that area's way of coming to grips with something that happened and so you can tell like when there are those big events that would have affected multiple areas other cultures also have yeah it's like it's the way that they made sense of a historical event that they couldn't explain because they didn't have the vocabulary for giant flood that like this happened or whatever you know what i mean like they didn't have the vocabulary for that so they yeah so it's it's really it's interesting but it's just or the knowledge to unpack it yeah for sure also that's a that was very extensive and thank you because that definitely answers my question yeah yeah holly knows things about this stuff I know, like, 10%. Yeah. And then I, I just pretend I know things. Yeah, I know actual things, <laughs> which is unfortunate. I was supposed to have read the Bible multiple times in my life. All the way through? Well, in college we were supposed to. Not all the for way that class. through. For that class? Yes. Uh, I just didn't do it because I had already read the Bible all the way through twice. You're gross. We went to a gross college. <laughs> they required us to take Bible classes. It was terrible. But you know what? I had a friend. Shout out to my friend Maddie. Yeah. Because Maddie just fucking... <laughs> Did the Spark Notes version. Oh, literally no, same. No, oh. Maddie just told me what happened in each story, and I passed every test. <laughs> yeah. That's iconic. 
No, like same. I had to, I had to read like all of the Old Testament and then the New Testament for another class. What? It was GE bullshit. It was a humanities course. Yeah. But I just sparked in with the whole thing and I did great. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even do that. I just had I sat in the dorms and I had my my roommate tell me what happened mm-hmm. from her me- from her memory. And you know that's going to be a more interesting telling of the story. Yeah. yeah, and then I've told you some stories from memory and they're way better. Yeah, it's hilarious because <laughs> that shit's fucking not real. I will say it again. It's not wow. real. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, real. I fully respect that it provides a lot of comfort to people. That's fine. Yeah, but it's not real though. <laughs> it's not real. Sorry. I think it's as real as people want it to be, and that's fine. Mm Mm-hmm. Which makes it more real. (laughs) I think it's as real as any other religion. Well, that's accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Aw. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna just get. I'm just gonna get feisty if we keep talking about that. Yeah. Well, so that's all you had for you. Yeah, but yeah, that's no, but spicy. Yeah. And I, like, the pictures that I was looking at, too, there's, like, creepy pictures of it. I thought you had this picture on oh, your... Oh, I, yeah, this I one? forgot to... Why does it look like that? Because that thing is fucking... I want that thing. Yeah, so... I, I want that. Whatever so it is, want it. That's, like, a depiction of the, like, half-man, half-caribou type of form. This looks like a D&D villain. Oh, yeah. There are actually, like, I found... Like homebrewed D and D, Isharak, like like stats for it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was very cool. Um, can you post the Nick Cage one? That picture. Oh yeah, that is picture is funny. It, when you look at it up close, it doesn't look like Nick Cage, but from far away, it does. Yeah, <laughs> it it's also looks like, like his face. unsettling. Oh, yeah, that yeah. one's gross, but it's so spindly. I, yeah, I want to post as many photos as possible. All these are so cool. Okay, I'll I'll compile a bunch and this one we'll has post those. the staff is a jawbone. I know of a caribou. Yeah, that's dope. Sorry. Okay. And that's all there is for the Idrak. There should be more. True. <laughs> uh, so now we're gonna embark to a different location, but also a cold one. Excellent. To Iceland. Wonderful. Without any ice. Without any ice. Nice um, one. But this does take place during like Christmas time. Oh, okay. So it, it's so like maybe a wintry a bit of ice. time of year. Oh, uh, a little? A <laughs> like that's like a very large understatement. Have but you okay. seen Iceland? That was a choice that you made. <laughs> um, I'll go over my sources real quick. Um, big one was the Smithsonian Magazine website. Um, also, this website called Roots North. They had some good stuff. Oh, the best one I did was this website called Guide to Iceland. Oh. And it was like a, actually, a lot of my sources were travel websites, like okay. cu- like culture, like travel culture. So you yeah. could like learn before you go somewhere yeah. about a place, which, which I thought was really interesting. I think everyone should do that. Before you go somewhere different from where you live and no, Most you definitely. should probably like just do a quick Google search, learn about it. Yeah, know? I mean Americans don't do that though, so. Well, that's because we're assholes. Wow, that's accurate. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> so um, another website I used was um. Oh, sorry. Going back to the Guide to Iceland website, there was a video on there by someone on YouTube whose name on there I just wanted to credit them specifically. Their name is Cryptic with two C's at the end. Um, and the video was about one of the specific characters. Mm-hmm. 
I'll just say the mother right now. Um, it was a really good video. Um, and then I think it was in Roots North. There was also a video, but I couldn't find the, the, um, location where that came from the video on there, but it was this like woman, like an older, like kind of like grandma energy lady who was like reading the classic story um to you and like explaining the cultural context for it and she was really wholesome that's really cool. yeah it was really cute and I also got a lot of my pronunciation from her because she was actually Icelandic so yeah she actually knew what she was talking about <laughs> um I also there's I don't know what this website is because the website is in I- Icelandic yeah um except for the one part of it that I was on uh that talked about the book that you can buy from 1932 that goes over the, like, retelling. The story that people know now of what the Yule Lads are. Okay. Um, but on that website, they had this, I guess it was like a podcast or like a radio thing from BBC Three. Oh, okay. Um, that was re- a really good, like, I guess episode of a, or like, radio show that I listened to. And it was all about, like... The Yule Lads, there was someone reading it, reading the story in between, and then also different people talking about their experiences with how they were affected by it growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, both, like, older people who had, like, contexts from a while ago, and then yeah. also, like, children talking in it, which was kind of interesting. Oh, that's cool. Um, that, also, the children in that video was really funny. Or, I mean, that <laughs> recording. <laughs> there was some, they said some funny stuff. Excellent. And then the last uh, website I want to credit is called World Strides, Educational Travel and End Experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was great, too. Oh, my kitty is going to lay here with me. Mm. The Yule cat has arrived. <laughs> Excellent. Hello, lady. Anywho, so what I originally had planned was to tell just about the Yule Lads, because I love the name. Yeah. I love me the word lad. A good, a good lad. Yeah, I love a good, I love a good lad, not actually. Yeah. (laughs) Hate a lad. Hate the lads. Hate the lads. (laughs) But like. They're not a great group. Lad, for some reason, I associate with like (laughs) twinky energy. (laughs) I, I associate it with my ideal aesthetic for myself yeah. which is to just be a young lad well but the thing is is in like the uk like being a lad is, is like what yeah. our version of being a bro is which yeah. is disgusting and not the vibe that yeah. is not but the I'm way thinking, i'm like, intending little sickly victorian lad yeah that's who i'm trying to be yeah so i love i loved the name however i quickly figured out that their more sinister side has a lot more to do with their freaky mom and I'm going to say pet question mark because hmm. I don't really – we'll get there. <laughs> so we're going to embark on a journey describing each Yule Lad, how they're talked about now, and then we're going to go back in time a little bit and talk about their more original contexts and their extended family. Okay. Um, but I wanted to first highlight, like, the silliness of the Yule Lads because it's quite – well, how it is now, it's quite silly. Okay. Um, also disclaimer, I'm going to say a lot of things in Icelandic. I don't know how to actually say them, but I did a lot. I tried to research it a lot so that I was saying it as close as possible to the way it's supposed to be said. Yeah. Um, so bear with me, but, um, there's a lot of names and I wanted to give the actual name and then the English translation. Yeah. And then I'll probably continue just calling it the English translation of the name after that. Yeah. 
Um, so to get started, the Yule Lads, or in Icelandic is pronounced Jólasveinar, uh, they uh, come down starting the 12th of December until Christmas Eve. <laughs> there is a band of tw- 13, not 12, sorry, the 12th of December, but yeah. there are 13 basically mischievous trolls, question mark, okay. <laughs> who come down from the mountains and they nowadays they leave presents on windowsills of children's bedrooms mm-hmm. um the tradition is that you put a shoe on your windowsill and then they will leave you little presents in there and you get one present from each of them every day yeah leading up to christmas uh of course the if you do the math i'll of course tell you but it ends on the 24th so the last yeah. yule ad comes on the 24th of december uh yeah uh, but they do not only just leave presents if you're naughty mm-hmm. nowadays, okay, you get a potato. That's not the worst thing to See, get. See, that's I what guess. I thought. I was like, "That's dope. Give yeah. me a potato." I no. mean, it's not, I love me a potato. Like as a child, I think I'd be upset if I got a potato. But if I got a potato now, I don't think I'd be that upset. No, and I. I but then <laughs> also, though, some sources said a rotten potato. Oh, that's so mm, that's much gross. Worse. But most yeah. of them said just a potato, and I think that's more because parents don't have like rotting potatoes around yeah. to like just put in a kid's shoe. Are you meaning that these Yule lads are not real? Are you telling me that they don't actually exist? I literally sat here like 20 minutes ago and was like, Christianity is not real. <laughs> so, sorry. But Santa's real, right? Yeah. Yeah, Santa, this is, okay, sorry. Let's just, hang on a second. Before we even try to suspend disbelief on this for a second, because I'm all about playing the game, you know, whatever. This podcast isn't for children, so. That's true. Like, Please don't I listen to this with your children. If you're a child, don't listen to this. Yeah. I mean, did the amount we say fuck not tell, check people <laughs> off? I said vulva like six times in the last I don't think part. we are keeping that part in. One hour. <laughs> really? Just the first part. Oh, okay. okay. Not the tattoos. Oh, okay. <laughs> off the record, there was a part about tattoos that we will not be putting in the podcast, but we'll leave it here as like a cheeky, uncomfortable thing. Mm-hmm. I, I know Sandra's going to text me. She's going to be like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Carrying on. So you might get a potato, whatever. Obviously, nobody actually gets like coal from Santa. I mean, like sometimes you get the like gum that's like coal, coal gum yeah. or whatever, you know. But I, I doubt you know parents are actually doing that. But unless you're really mean, yeah. The Yule lads also will play pranks based on which Yule lad is coming because they each have a very distinct name and per- name and personality. Their name like literally is like what they do. Okay. Um, it's very cursed. Very like Pilgrim's Progress. Oh, um, see. I don't think it's going to bother you in the same way, though. I think okay. you're going to like it. Okay, excellent. Holly and I have... Th- this is a hate podcast about Pilgrim's I Progress. I hate Pilgrim's Progress so much. I hate so it. Much. So Art professor, trainer, why'd you make us read that? The worst. Fucking sucks. It's awful. Boring. It's, it's not even... I fell asleep while I was reading it. Uh, yeah, I said it. Literally fell asleep. I, d- I didn't even finish the reading. <laughs> I, I got too angry. <laughs> Sorry, trainer. See, I was just going to say it reminds me of the seven dwarves, but geez, okay. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of like that. (laughs) Anyway, I I digress. Okay. Uh, They're supposed to be, so 
There's a place you can go now. Like, if you go to Iceland, you can go here. I This is the one that it's, like, hardest for me to say in Icelandic. Um, I think it's... Dimuborgir? I think is how you say it. Dimuborgir. 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 Yeah, I think is how you say it. But basically, it means dark castles. And it's originally, um, like, lava fields that... Um, have created like rock forms and like caves. Oh, okay. And you can mm. go there and see it. It's like that a sounds really cool. Park, kind of, not a park, but like you can go there and see them. You're not allowed to like walk on them, but yeah. there's like paths and stuff. Um, they're supposedly from there. That's where they're like coming from when oh, they say okay. they come down from the mountains. Like they live up in this like. Yeah. Lava, rock, you know, like yeah. essentially this remote location that's like weird, if that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like people go there now, so I don't know if like that's still a part of the myth, but anywho. I lost my place. Oh, this is the part that relates back to what you said earlier, which was um, when you said that people would go out there and it was like they were gone but they were not gone at the same time like it was like a yeah meeting of the world and what did you say um that they were trapped between life and death yes so yeah. this is kind of like that but people have always said in like folklore about this location that um it's said to be where the earth meets hell oh like where they meet each other and that's where they're saying they're they come from interesting so these are like demon elves in trolls but in like well in like a non-christianity demon yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. so nowadays they're much sweeter and cuter but in the past not so so but we'll get there we'll get there um do i keep losing my place okay according to the national museum of iceland this is a direct quote Dozens of different names for the Yule Lads appear in different folk tales and stories, uh, inserting here to say, like, it's mostly oral tradition mm-hmm. um, prior to this. Um, a popular poem about the Yule Lads by the late Johannes Jörkotlum, which first appeared in the book Yolin Coma, Christmas is Coming. Okay. Uh, in 1932, so not that long ago. Yeah. Uh served to make their names and number, like how many of them there were, much better known. The names of the 13 Yule Lads that most Icelanders know today are all derived from that poem. Okay. So only less than 100 years ago, yeah. there is a definitive 13 of them with specific names. Okay. Um, and like their extended families discussed in that book as well. Um, and it's like a cute little kind of poem. I wanted to read it, but I didn't. That, I have a lot to say, so <laughs> I, it's too much. But it's kind of cool. You can listen to that like, old lady talk about it. It's kind of cute. Nice. <laughs> she reads it. She like has the book and she reads it. It's really cute. Um, but I find it really interesting that something that was passed down through oral tradition for so many years didn't have a distinct, like all agreed upon amount and name. I mean, that's pretty common for but oral tradition. But 1932? Yeah. That's recent yeah that is pretty recent that's but, recent but like for something coming from like 1200 yeah but 
for something coming from 1200 it makes sense that there wouldn't be an agreed upon like yeah but you would think number. that they would have gotten it written down like 17s yeah, maybe you would hope but, <laughs> but they didn't it's fine <laughs> so we'll we'll get there we'll get there but the popularized story i'm going to kind of summarize it here uh the 13 lads come down all in a single file line amazing this kind of contradicts some ways people tell it that they each come down from the mountain on their day specifically. I think they all just kind of hide out and then they like do things on their day. Yeah. Um, according to the story, the 1932 one, they didn't want to bother people all at once. Mm. So they would come one by one down and they would basically be in search of the pantry and kitchen of these people. Like, Amazing. when Me they would too. get to town. Which is, they're, they're, literally this whole thing is, like, food-driven. They're Amazing. all food-driven. And I, I will say, they're food-driven in the cutesy version, which is what we're discussing now, mm-hmm. about food that's actually food. Okay. Oh, no. There is n- non-food-related food-driven, um intentions behind the original story that makes me a little uncomfortable we'll get there we'll okay. get there i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep putting it off to like you know this yeah the, the suspense. suspense i almost said suspension the That's suspension right. <laughs> each day one would strike by playing their little prank on their assigned day and then they would leave a gift in a child's shoe that same day as well um and they were reported to wait until the families weren't looking Mm. and then they would do their like mischief they would like sneak out creep out Uh. yeah it's it's still a little creepy yeah like they creep out and they do their little creepy thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but they also weren't too upset about being seen like they weren't doing it just like when no one was around okay they were doing it when you were in the house but you were physically not looking in their yeah. direction. Like, like, your back is turned, and they're, like, fucking shit up behind you on oh purpose. Oh, my gosh. And then they, like, scurry away, and you, like, normally would see them scurrying away. Amazing. Which makes me want to throw up. I know. You hate scurrying. Scurrying is gross. Ree? No. <laughs> uh-uh. I just need everyone to know that Brooke, like, put her hands over her head and, like made a weird back and forth movement while she made that screeching noise. I was imagining myself contorted upside down like they do in like the Babadook movie. (laughs) Anyways. That's not the only way you can scurry though. Uh, That's the way I'm picturing it. But like like cats scurry around. That's that. Don't ruin them. Okay. I'm sorry. Don't don't ruin cats. (laughs) Um, I don't think it's gross. Anyways. Anywho. It's gross when it has gross intentions, basically. At the end of the season, on December 24th, they would travel back up the mountain one by one to await the next year after having filled their tummies with all the stuff they sold, mm. stole from you. I do, respect, I do respect that they were like, I don't want to overwhelm anyone. Let's go one at a time. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that business is about. It's kind of weird. They just consider it. Yeah. I think there might be a reason for that, but... Whatever. I'm going to show you two a picture now, and then I'm going to go through and describe each of the 13 Yule Lads in order. Excellent. I want to convey to everyone that's listening that the cutesy Yule Lads basically look like like Keebler elves or like gnomes or like, you know how when you go to Home Goods now, it's just all gnomes. Yeah. 
which is fine. I think gnomes are cute. But I feel like, like they're also like very, that's a very neutral thing to put out for Christmas. It's not like Santa Claus, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But also like, why are there so many of them? They all look the same too. Okay, <laughs> we need to talk gnomes about this. Gnomes are just in vogue right now. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, basically. So I'm going to show you a picture of all of them standing together. They all also have like a distinct look that I'm going to try my best to describe. Um, but I'm going to show you this like cute art of them. This is the cutesy Yule elves. Oh, or look... Yule lads. Oh, they do look very happy and nice. Yeah. They look like elves, right? Yeah. yeah. They look like little Santa Clauses because nowadays they're like the Ice like Iceland's version of Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, so cute. Let's talk about them, shall we? Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's meet them. Meet Number, the Yule lads. Meet the guys. Number one on December 12th comes, I'm going to say their Icelandic name first, and then I'm going to say the translation first. What is Nikon giggling about? <laughs> David, why did you? Because now I need to know. It's because you said on December 12th, the first one comes. <laughs> first one to notice stuff like that he comes and then that's like, it oh look that's a pretty good prank <laughs> Ew, that's true that's true um uh, here let's go on record to say in the old timey version of this there probably is one that does that oh no, oh, no. we'll get there like i said we'll get there gang oh, no. anyways let's start yeah. with the first one like mm -hmm. i said i'm gonna say their icelandic name first and then i'm gonna continue talking about them with their translated name i don't know how to say these things it's fine the first one is <laughs> stekjarstur okay that sounded good translated as sheep coat clawed oh <laughs> and not clawed like the name like a clod of dirt? Yes, okay. clod. Yeah. And he comes on the 12th. Okay. When he arrives, people always know that he's come because all the sheep are fucking going crazy in the barns. Oh, no. They're all bleeding. That's the word for sheeps making sounds. Sheeps, I said it. I said that for Nikon because I wasn't sure if Nikon knew that. I know it is, but my brain, it did also immediately go like, oh my god, who cut the sheep? No, yeah, that's why I did it. <laughs> Bleating. B-L-E-A-T. Uh, so they know he has arrived because the sheep are just going fucking crazy. You want to know why? Hmm. Cursed. He goes into the sheep sheds at night. And he tries to, and I quote, suckle on ewes. No. And... For those of you who don't know sheep words, a you is a mama sheep. Oh no. It does not distinguish if it's suckling the teat or just like the sheep in general. I feel like it's gotta be suckling the teat. It doesn't yeah. specify at all, anywhere ever. It just says suckle on yous specifically. Well, I don't like that. First of all, gross. But second of all, I feel like suckling is specifically usually for teats. There's a lot of licking involved in this, um, okay, the maybe. lads, so I'm really not sure. You make a... That's a... Well, like great, I said, yeah. we'll get there yeah. with the licking. I'm not... Like I said, I'm really not sure. Okay. Also, I just want to be clear. So this is the first one in the toned down version. Yes. Sucks on mama sheep titties. Uh, you titty. 
<laughs> you titty. You titty. <laughs> points at Nikon. No, you. <laughs> no, you titty. Yeah, they're really starting off strong with this one. Apparently, too, he is impaired by very stiff peg legs. And by peg legs, I don't mean pirate peg legs. They mean, like, the terminology for people who can't bend their knees. Oh. So he has a very hard time walking, running away, and also bending down to do his little suckling that he wants to do. I don't... Again, (laughs) I don't know the purpose of this detail. It just fucking is there. Okay. Some people were like, it's so we can't chase after the ewes. And I'm like, then how is he getting the suckling done? Just lays on the ground. How does he he get back up? (laughs) A really intense (laughs) push-up. This it's just John Cook like, doing the like yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The handstand thing he does. Yeah. Uh, only a few of our listeners will know that reference. Yelena, <laughs> I'm looking at you. <laughs> so starting off strong with sheep coat clawed, mm-hmm. suckling on them ewes. I'm making a gross hand yeah, motion I every don't time. Like that. Having his <laughs> stiff legs. I wrote you you titty in here too as well. Mm. Nice. I was gonna say maybe he has peg legs because his diet so bad it's possible i think it's probably a sinister reason that like wasn't ever translated over yeah yeah in any of the stuff i looked at but let's move on to the 13th of december okay when gilyager arrives or in the english translation gully gawk <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> gully gawk it's <laughs> a great name for a boy or a girl <laughs> Apparently, he hides in gullies during the day, but emerges at this time to go into the milk barns and then, quote, steal the foam off of the buckets of cow milk. Again, I don't know why. I mean... But it was described that literally, like, the, quote, milkmaid would, like, look away to, like smile and like pet her like nice cow yeah and while she's just looking away a little bit he's like (laughs) oh nasty oh so why do they all want milk so far milk is their comfort food there's a lot like (laughs) (laughs) that's the grossest thing you've ever said i know i'm sorry (laughs) what was i saying Oh, there's told... so much licking involved yeah. with this. Slurping. Yeah. It's gross. Oh, also, because you said he just, that the second one takes the foam off the top. I assume it would just be like, you know, like, pick it all Scoops. up in a hand, scoop it up, and then maybe <laughs> no. drink it up later. No, it does I it mean, by mouth. How, to be fair, how would I don't they know. carry the liquid foam? It was better in my head, <laughs> and I just... Aww. It's better than someone's going... <laughs> That's true. I didn't need to make that sound in the mic, but I did it anyways. Let's move on to the 14th, shall we? Okay. This one is Stufer. Stufer. Or known as Stubby. Oh. This one's me. (laughs) Actually, this one's me. Uh, He's just a little guy, is what I wrote in my notes. (laughs) Stubby arrives on the 14th, and he goes into your house. He breaks into your house, actually. I would like to clarify that they don't just magically appear in your house. They They literally are breaking in. Nice. He breaks into your home, and after, you know, lovely Christmas time meals, Mm. he goes over to your frying pans because he likes to eat the dried up crust 
on the bottom, mm. and he, like, scrapes it up, and then he has a little cheeky snack. I hate the the idea that that sound would make. That was a good sentence. Yeah. <laughs> you mean the scraping? I hate, yeah, I hate the idea Well, no, of no, because it would be a good sound because it's, like, cast iron. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. No. If it's metal on metal, it's bad. I don't think it's metal on metal. It'd be probably wood. Okay, that's fine. I was going to say, I don't think the lad's made out of metal. Actually, I know no, it's wood because we're going to get to one about a spoon. I using their fingers to scrape it oh, off. Oh, I assumed it Oh, I, I don't know. To be fair, I assumed it was a wooden spoon because there is one, um, the next one that has something to do with a wooden spoon. Okay. I was just going to say, though, that that one sounds kind of convenient, honestly. Like, saves you some cleaning after. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of that. But I, I doubt they're, like, cleaning it after. Yeah, they're just getting their They're stomach. getting their, like, grubby mitts they're, on They're it. helping to get some of the hard stuff off, you know? You said that confidently. Yeah. Get, getting <laughs> oh. that hard stuff off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, stubby. <laughs> Anyways, Stubby, Stubby's, Stubby's harmless. Stubby's harmless. But um, the, 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 next, the next three all have, have licking involved. Oh, no. Thank you for that warning. Yeah, so number 15, on the 15th of December, in arrives Vorusliker, or Spoon Licker. Oh, no. Here he comes. <laughs> He sneaks into your home. I'm sorry. He breaks into your house. I need to keep reminding myself. They break in. He goes in to your little cooking area, your kitchen. And I don't know how to pronounce this word. I'm not going to say it because I'm not, I didn't write a, like a phonetic way to say it, but it's a word for a type of wooden spoon that's like skinny and long. Mm. So he'll steal your spoon and he will stand there and he will just lick whatever residue is left on your wooden spoon because he is apparently super thin and emaciated because the only time he eats is when he's getting that licks on them spoons. He needs to eat at different times. He's literally described as like, it's because of malnutrition that he's skinny. Oh no. And so imagine like a very skinny little guy coming in, like, you know. Scurrying yeah. over, stealing your spoon and just having a sensual lick on it. Oh, no. The tongue texture Ugh. on a wooden spoon. I don't like that. Yeah, it's gross. I need the next one now, please. Oh, it's more licking, <laughs> so you're welcome. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what the spoon thing's about, but the 16th of December. Oh, here comes potish liquor. Oh. oh no. I'm sure you Pot can liquor? imagine. Yes, it's pot liquor. Pot liquor <laughs> arrives. Oh, here he comes. Just fucking breaking into your house again. What? Very similar to the previous one. Basically, if you have any leftovers in your pan that you're like maybe going to save for later at the end of your meal, he'll break into your house and he goes in and he steals the the pans and then he he licks clean all of your Oh. Stuff and eats all of your food. Oh, no. Like your leftovers. Pans or pots? Both. Oh. Like your cooking utensils, basically. Like he'll go take all of the things. He he doesn't discriminate. He goes for all of them. Pans, pots, all of it. He goes, licks all of the leftovers out, nothing left. 
literally you turn around you're like oh i'll go get you little timmy i'll go get you some leftovers it's all gone oh no they're all just still in the house he just snuck in there scurried around and just licked all of it that's devastating it's disgusting yeah they these these dude these lads no boundaries (laughs) no boundaries yeah it's kind of like real lads (laughs) <laughs> in the poem the like cutesy one it says that he'll knock on the door and all and it says all the kids will run over to see who has come to visit in this christmas season oh let's go see who's come to visit us no he does it to distract everyone then he sneaks in your house and he goes steals all the food scraps oh my gosh oh what no he's a fucking asshole ass lad <laughs> <laughs> well let's move on to the next liquor shall we the 17th of December. Here comes Ask Has Liquor. Oh, oh no. Bowl oh. Liquor. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> I know. I know. It sounds like ass, but it's probably less emphasis on the first part, but I, it's ass. Ask, ask Has Liquor. Yeah. Anywho. I want to know how you say Some, boot in Icelandic So, now. I guess... <laughs> Asker is a bowl with a lid okay. that they would like have their nightly like super stew and like they would like apparently they would sometimes like place it under their bed mm. or place it like b- down. No- some some stories said because they were like letting their cat or dog like eat the left like lick the bowl clean. Yeah, and it was described that it would be next to your bed, so it's like nighttime. Okay, um, bowl liquor would literally reside from the moment he came down from the mountains under children's beds oh i hate that he would just be under there vibing in his little demon household wait for you to put your bowl down and he would snatch it and he would lick the contents of your bowl clean oh no and then i wrote honestly it's unclear like if he ate all of it or if he would just give it a cheeky lick and then like just (laughs) Just give it back. <laughs> With one lick mark. Yeah. Like, he just gives it a cheeky lick, and then he's like, the rest is for the dog. On to the next house. Uh, again, again, unclear. I just feel like there's a lot of food insecurity involved in this. Yeah, we'll get to the okay. food insecurity. Oh, no. <laughs> the poem says um, the thing about how, like, you would put it down for your dog or cat, but... Other sources said that it was, like, a bowl with a lid that you would, like, store food under your bed. Okay. And then the person in that article was, like, cheeky midnight snack, question mark? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Hmm. Um, I think this is probably more of a lesson in, like, finish your dinner, don't waste your food. Yeah. Because we're going to get to how, of course, these types of traditions are normally to, like, make children do something. Yeah. yeah. We'll get there. The 18th of December. Here comes Herdeskeller. Or I heard some people call it Herdeskellist. There were some discrepancies in the pronunciation of that, but his name is Door Slammer. That's tonight. Oh no. He's coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna slam all your doors. Anyways, yeah. He literally does. He waits until everyone's asleep. He comes in your house. And then he stomps around and slams all of the doors in order to wake everyone up in their cozy slumber. Oh. 
He's just an asshole. He yeah. just wants everyone sleep deprived. I don't have much else to say about him, but yeah. every like depiction of him that I saw, like of the cutesy version, he's like fucking dastardly, dastardly looking. Well, yeah, he's His like whole got angry just... eyebrows and he's like just slamming those doors. Yeah, he's crazy. He's I don't not like even him. getting any food. I don't. He doesn't yeah. deserve our time. He's the worst. Yeah. No distinct description of what he looked like. I mean, they all looked like little gnomes. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this version. Now we'll move on to the next one. The 19th of December, which is Steergaumer. <laughs> or, sorry, not Steer, Skiergaumer. Or Skiergobbler. Skier is a very specific type of Icelandic yogurt. Oh, yeah. Um, very popular, very coveted, very special. Well, this guy, he will come down. He loves skier so much that he will come down, break in your house, steal and eat all of your skier. He'll eat all of it in the entire house. And normally it's like these huge batches that they make, right? Then he would be so full and like distended from eating all of it that he will groan all night full of yogurt. I... I almost hate that more. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, get out if after you're done stealing He's it, literally just like, oh, I ate too much. He's like me when I'm like, I feel like a whale after I eat. Vibes. Sometimes. Just An feels uninvited like... groaning guest. Yeah, it's like, oh, just trying to go to sleep tonight, and you just hear like, uh, uh, maybe he has IBS. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Dude, he's lactose he intolerant. Take some lact- lactase pills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This guy doesn't know. Mm-mm. Oh, God. So, he sucks. Whatever. Let's move on to the 20th of December. Or, Bugnekraker. Or, Sausage Swiper. Oh. (laughs) Nikon's face right now is so cursed. (laughs) Um, It's not not a sexual thing, but it sounds like it is. Oh, I made that face because I was like, I'm noticing a trend here. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, anyways... This one will hide in the rafters oh. of your um, smokehouse <laughs> no. and houses. So he's up there hanging out in the dark. I don't and like when things. the chance arises, he will swoop down, which I hate that description, and steal all of your smoked sausages. I don't I don't like things that come from above like that. that <laughs> Why do you think I'm is, scared of birds? That is really unsettling. I don't like things that can come at me like, yeah, from Yeah, but birds y-axis. are birds. I don't like things that are intentionally dropping down from you from above. <laughs> I'm sorry, but from the y-axis? You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you mean. I just think that's a really funny way to say uh, it. Listen, I'm scared of anything that can operate on a y-axis because I don't have that ability, which means they already have the upper hand. No, this reminds Which me, means I, fish and birds. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Scary. I just... I it know. feels like a very math nerd way to say it. And I'm like... That's the only other way I know how to describe it. Above. No, but it's not just above. Because they can they can maneuver in like a directional... Or they can maneuver in 3D space. Yes. We can only move in 2D space. I hate Unless that. you're in the water. Then you can move I actually made it more space. math nerdy anyways. No, but, I, but we can't efficiently. That's true. I also am not a very good swimmer. Well, sounds like a personal problem. My parents didn't put me in swim lessons as a child. I taught myself how to swim. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. So he swoops down. He steals all of your sausages. I think it's just because, like, that's a bummer. We worked really hard to, like, yeah, prepare that's... these. Yeah. I'll get into, like, how this was detrimental to them as a society later because yeah. 
that's where I'm going to talk more about, like, why they're so, like, awful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This is just cutesiness. I'm assuming parents will, like, have, like, a bowl out, and then they'll, like, put, like, make it all clean, and then the kids will be like, oh, my God, like, pot liquor was here last night. Oh, no. You know, like, something Mm -hmm. like that. Like, elf on the shelf type deal. Yeah, which I fucking hate. I've never, I'd never do it at work. That thing fucking terrifies me. Yeah. It's creepy little face. Mm -mm. We, my family never did anything. That wasn't a thing when we were a kid. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. They terrify me. They terrify me. Okay. Let's move on from Sausage Swiper. He's gross. Let's go to the 21st of December to Gluga Gager. Nice. This one fucking sucks. His name is Window Peeper. Oh, no. It is exactly what you think it is. Oh, no. It's toned down in this version because, you know, problematic. But he creeps along outside your windows and he'll spy through them at you and your items. He then, apparently his motive is that if he sees something he likes, he'll then later break into your house to steal it. So he's just casing your house. Yeah, he's just a fucking robber. Like, they're thieves. (laughs) All of them are just thieves. They're assholes. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how else to say this. He, um... <laughs> some people say that this is a lesson of, like, don't go outside in the dark. Which, okay. at this time of year, there are only, like, four hours of light yeah. in a day. I think I read somewhere that this time of year, there's only 20 hours of... Or there's 20 hours of darkness Yeah, that time of year. So um, a lot of this is a lesson of, like, don't go outside in the dark. We'll get to more of that later. But I love his name, Gluga Gager. Yeah. Yeah. Metal. No, but he's gross, though. He's a peeper. Oh, Oh, they're also, like, perverted. I'm going to just throw that out there. All of them? Perverts. I mean, in the older story, they're... And there isn't much that I can, like, actually find that describes the older story. There's just, like, some things. Um, mm-hmm. But they're described as, like, they were more, like, thieves and more, like, perverted in the past. Okay. We'll talk about it. Let's move on to the 22nd, shall we? Which is Gotta Peffer or Doorway Sniffer. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> you ever just need to sniff a good doorway? Just give it a good okay, sniff. Okay, but I mean every cat or dog ever. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Winry, she always goes over and, like, when I'm over there cleaning her cat box, she goes and sniffs under the crack of, like, the door. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you smelling for? There, it's, like, the same people out there, like, in the hallway. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Anywho. Okay. This person shows up. He has a huge nose. Mm. Of course. And it's apparently very powerful for sniffing out things that he wants. Specifically, he uses it to sniff out the location of, I think it's pronounced Levabreth. Okay. A lady called it leaf bread, but I just, it's like an Icelandic Christmas bread. Okay. I might be pronouncing that super wrong. I only could find one, like, pronunciation of it, and it was like, the guy said it so fast, like, I couldn't yeah. replicate yeah. it. So that's my attempt. Um, but, yeah, apparently he, like, really likes that bread, and so he uses his giant schnoz to sniff it out, and then he just, like, fucking robs you of your Christmas bread, which oh is gosh. rude as hell. I love bread. I would yeah. be so mad. Yeah. It's one of my favorite foods. He has a good name, though. Gotta Pfeffer. Yeah. That's a good one. I might be saying that wrong, too, but I think the names are fun. Yeah, they They're are. fun to say. 
um, once you kind of figure out how to say I mean, them. I think Icelandic's just a really fun-sounding language. It is. It is. I like listening the old lady. I keep calling her an old lady, but like the like the granny lady, like yeah. she was like so so good to listen to because she had like such a thick accent. She was like speaking English, but then she would like say the names and stuff. Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, shall we move on to the twenty third of December? Yes. yes. This is when Ket Croker would come. Meat Hook. I, oh no. Okay. His name is Meat Hook, and it is unsurprisingly exactly what you think it is. He has a hook. And hooks your meat and steals it. <laughs> when you leave meat out, especially lamb, apparently, okay. he will use his hook to snatch it away <laughs> so he can eat it. <laughs> Wait, just to be clear, does he, like, have a hook that he likes or does he have, like, a hook hand? No, it's like a hook, not a hook hand. Oh. Not, like, piratey. Like, he has a long, like, you know, <laughs> like, like it's a... Like a thing like a sh- that he carries with him. Yeah, like, okay. I kind of picture it like, um sheep canes yeah or like a giant fish hook yeah like a giant that's hook scary that he like hooks grabs so, your meat he like you're just you turn your back and he's yeah. like Hacha! and he just like steals <laughs> your meat <laughs> which is so sad they probably worked so hard to prepare it it's devastating it's so sad and his name is so boring compared to all meat the hook. Me- meat hook <laughs> like dude <laughs> chill <laughs> but on the 24th, the last Yule lad arrives. Mm. His name is Kurteschlicher. Okay. Oh, no. He is actually the most popular, I guess, or like like kids nowadays like love him. Like they think he's fucking hilarious. He is called Candle Stealer. Sometimes Candle Liquor. Okay. It's translated differently sometimes. I don't know. He loves candles. Apparently, way back when, of course, they were made out of, like, animal fat. Yeah. So they were edible, right? He would eat them. He would steal their candles, and he would eat them. Amazing. Which is fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, The pictures of him that you see are always, like, children around a Christmas tree in, like, the background. But in the foreground is, like, him hiding around the corner with a lit candle, like, making a terrifying face. Like, (laughs) I stole this and I'm going to eat it, but it still has a flame on it. He likes it warm. Like, he he likes it a little spicy. Maybe he likes to drink it, like, spicy. (laughs) Spicy. No, Holly. Because it's... Spicy candle. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I saw some rationalization of this one as like due to extremely dark winter winters winters. Uh, the can like candles were so important. Yeah. Mm. Because yeah. like kids are scared of the dark and it's a very dark time of year. So like back before the electricity, you know, that mm-hmm. was their only source of light, and they're like highly coveted. Yeah. Because you only have so many candles. Yeah. yeah. So. This guy fucking blows because he was just like stealing your candles and eat your candles. He was wasting them. Yeah. <laughs> like they were trying to recycle like the part of the animal that they weren't gonna eat, and yeah. then they were like, gobble mm, gobble. Which I would just like to say, animal fat candles sounds like it wouldn't smell very good. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it would taste good. You know, I feel like it might smell good. It. Like you're cooking meat, but then yeah. that's like the only thing you smell all yeah. the time. Yeah, that sounds nasty. That's gross. It would probably also produce a lot of smoke. It would also probably 
make your walls very oily. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I don't yeah. want to think about it. Oh, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Valid. So, Wait, moving on. Oh. Quick question. Mm-hmm. So in the picture, there's one of them that has like a really pointy looking. I don't know. You don't know which one that is? I don't know. Okay. I think that that, let me look up and see at the picture. Yeah, I think they're they're just all um, like pulling his beard apart like that. Oh, okay. I think it's just like a silly photo. I got you. I, I don't think it means anything specific. Okay. Um, the only discernible like ones in this picture is there's one holding a candle so that's that's somebody else we'll get there (laughs) nikon's showing pictures to holly and we're not quite there to that part yet that's their parents oh no um i'll show you guys the yule lads picture again it'll be on the instagram for everybody who's interested in the picture where there are two there are actually three other characters in the cutesy version picture that now i'm going to be highlighting in the dark version nice so i'll just let you see their cutesy version before i show you the gross one there's little cat there mm-hmm. notice the cat and then notice the two people in the background they're there they're still acknowledged in the story but they're yeah. not in the forefront now let's go back in time to where they are the forefront of the most fucking gross scary thing that they <laughs> outlawed amazing they literally outlawed amazing i'm here for it so let's talk about their weird ass family not so surprisingly they used to be much scarier, and the stories were obviously used to discipline and scare children into submission. Yeah. Uh, which is much like a lot of Christmas traditions. Krampus. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen the movie Rare Exports, one of the best Christmas movies of all time. <laughs> I know you guys haven't seen it yet, but oh my god. It's cursed. <sighs> it's so good. Uh... They are now, from what I've told you, considered benevolent creatures. But it was so scary, the original story, again, only oral tradition, that in 1746, Iceland officially banned parents from using these stories to scare children into submission. I could not find an actual document or, like, thing that said that this happened, but every single source that talks about the Yule Lads will specifically say that in 1746, Iceland banned this. Yeah. You cannot, you are not allowed to, like, use this as, like, a scare tactic on your children anymore. Nice. Although, a lot of the people in the BBC BBC thing I was listening to said that their parents still did, but it wasn't, like, probably as violent as it used to be. Yeah. Um, Because this shit's violent. Oh, oh yeah, I'm sure. So let's talk about it, shall we? Uh, so what if I told you the 13 Yule Lads had a very scary mother and pet question mark? Mm-hmm. Again, pet question mark. I really don't think that they owned this animal. But okay. It just seems like it was more of a loose cannon. <laughs> mother and affiliated animal. Also, they had a dad, <laughs> but he sucks, so nobody okay. talks about him. What? Uh, their actions leading up to Christmas were... Not so much to play tricks and leave gifts. Mm-hmm. The Yule Lads as well. But more so, the Yule Lads were used to spy on you and then report back to their scary mom so she can eat you. There was... Okay, this is a little bit of a tangent, but is very related to this. There was some sort of cartoon show that I was watching recently. It might have been Owl House or maybe Hilda, but... 
Yes, it's in Hilda. Oh, okay. Grilla. Yeah. Grilla. Okay. That's yes. her name. I'm about to say it. I'm going to get to Grilla. But that is their mother. Okay. And she is featured in um, a couple episodes of Hilda. I've never seen Hilda, but I did see that somewhere. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, the Yule lads are sounding familiar yes. from something. Yeah. And then... It's in, it's in Hilda. Yeah. 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 Uh, I actually wrote that in my notes because I thought that was interesting. I haven't watched Hilda yet. It's um, very It's cute. on my list, but, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll get to the mom. But <laughs> uh, the oral tradition for this dates back to what some people said, 1200, 1300. There isn't a solid source, but some researchers imply that there was an old Icelandic ballad that stoled... Stoled? That's, that works. That told... <laughs> It was like a story that they told on Yuletide nights. Like, every season they would come around with these stories. Um, and it was apparently some sort of ballad. Which makes sense because I assure you remember when we were in, like, pre-restoration English classes. Oh, yeah. Like, the ballad was, like, a huge, huge part of, like, literature I use loosely because that is not my favorite time period. No, it, Disgusting. I don't think it's anyone's favorite. You know what? We should have a whole episode on how much we hate Beowulf. Oh, yes. Because I hate Beowulf. Yeah. <laughs> this is off topic. Let me continue. Well, if you want to be a wolf. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Nikon's having a twilight moment over there. <laughs> Jesus. Or maybe I'm having a... Okay, this is a different, much bigger tangent. We don't need to go there. Okay, okay. Let's talk about Grilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to probably not emphasize the G as much the longer I say it, because it's hard to like stop yeah. every time to say Grilla or Grilla like that. So, yeah. Grilla. Um, she's described as the ugly giant ogre slash troll woman. That's um, great for your self-esteem. If you look her up, <laughs> tag yourself, because same. She often um, is depicted as having kind of like leathery, like grayish, like wrinkly skin. Mm. Um, sometimes she has horns. She's always wearing a cloak, like a tattered cloak. She has like long, gross fingernails and fingers. Mm. And then she also sometimes is described to have, like, hooves for feet, which I feel like is a more modernized depiction, which relates more into, like, Christianity and, like, devilishness. Um, Because that's not consistent. Yeah. Specifically the hooves and the horns. Okay. Everything else is, like, pretty consistent. I also would say picture the, the, the witch in Snow White. She looks exactly like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. But then sometimes she has, like, horns and a little bit less humanoid. Okay. But there are a lot of depictions that look almost spitting image, like when the witch turns evil and, like, looks like an old lady. Yeah. So she's kind of gross. In this grosser version, they all kind of look grosser. Yeah. (laughs) So picture them less like Santa Claus cutesy and gnomey here, and picture them more like old, like, wrinkly, little, like, men that, like, skitter along. And are, like, doing things. I don't... Okay. Yeah, I'm not I imagine, that. like, gnarled-looking skin and stuff. Yeah, they still look humanoid, but they're, like, tr- they're trolls. So yeah. they're not little, like, Santa boys. They're, yeah. like... They're not Keebler elves anymore. They're, mm-hmm. like... Do you remember... <laughs> this is a deep cut for everyone on the podcast. <laughs> Does anyone remember in Swan Lake, Barbie Swan Lake, the little, like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> guy... <laughs> 
I don't know what he was, but he was like a troll. Yeah. The guy. That's what they looked like. The More one like, in the, with the books? Yeah, the books guy. Yeah. I don't know. Deep cut. But anyways, they're fucking gross. So, throughout the year, Grilla will listen to the local whispers about misbehaving children, and then she sends her 13 troll sons to go spy on children and rob them of their food supplies. Oh, excellent. Leading okay. up to Christmas, of course. Um, in a historical context, you can imagine how hard it was to keep, store, and maintain a proper food supply during the winter months in, like, old-timey Iceland. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. yeah. Difficult. <laughs> Especially when there's only, like, four hours of sunlight every day. Yeah, that makes it very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not to mention that they're described leathery, creepy, skittery, like... Yeah, like gross. I just uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't I don't like it. Yeah. Um skittering and I wrote skittering and creeping in the dark of your home. Yeah, that's not. Under that's your not bed, great. in your rafters, Mm-mm. and in your barns. See, this is what I mean, but I don't want something dropping on me from above. Yeah, and you don't want like a little skittery guy? Yeah, no, I don't want a weird skittery old man with leathery skin <laughs> dropping on me from above. Oh yeah, there's also a lot of like, in a lot of the stories they have like creepy like, <laughs> laughs. Oh no. That's, I just sounded exactly like the Wicked Witch of the West. Yeah, you did. <laughs> but that's what Grilla laughs like that in all of the like little like stage shows they do now. Oh. It's very creepy. Um, there was also way more of them back then. Oh. Namely like 70 of them. Oh my gosh. Okay. Wow, she really... They're also much more grotesque that have been omitted like set aside yeah because um you know they did things like peep up your skirts one of them was a peep up your skirt guy oh so pervert yeah Yeah. um also rip your lungs out and scatter them around oh okay yeah that's that's a little different just like casual yeah just casual lung scattering yeah just as one does like lung skitter that's his name i just made that up (laughs) they don't have names okay the logistics of like pulling your lungs out shouldn't be my first concern but there's a whole rib cage yeah there's a whole rib cage in the way yeah so they each always have like a from below no but here's what i'm thinking i they they all had very distinct like ailments or like things about them that made them able to do things okay um those aren't always distinguished in the way they're told now, but that's what people say, is that they all have these distinguishing factors about themselves. I'm imagining the lung-ripping dude probably had, like, very long, razor-sharp fingernails. Yeah, that would make sense. So he could just slice and dice, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Cheeky filet, you know? Like that part in Midsummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't need to talk about that. No. I'm gonna throw up. Mm. So, you know... After her spies work during the festive season, she then travels down the mountain herself in her little cloak with a burlap sack over her shoulder. Mm. Empty at this time. Empty after a long, you know, year of waiting. Yeah. Here, she has one goal. To uh, sneak into your homes at night, Mm. uh, collect all of the naughty children, and then bring them back to her mountain home. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so nice. You know, let's yeah. let's all go up to the the castle together. Yeah. Oh, so nice. Um, it said that the children were dropped in the bag alive, and then the bag was like filled with children that were desperately trying to crawl their way out of the bag. Ugh. Nice. Just like the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. 
So when the Yule lads and Grilla arrive home to the mountains, she promptly uh, cooks the children alive in a soup and then eats them with her whole family, including the Yule lads um, and their very much less evil evil father um, named Lepa Louis or Lepa Lude. Um, he literally was just described as harmless because he's so scared that she will eat him because apparently she might have eaten her past husbands. Oh. Again, unclear because of oral tradition. Okay. Yeah. Seems like kind of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, gathering and eating children is generally considered not okay. Yeah, but you know, um, it doesn't <laughs> stop there though. Oh dear. Oh no, no. Also, on December 24th, you know, everybody's cu- everybody's there on the 24th. Mm. You know who's also there? The Yule Cat. Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, Which I think is pronounced as Yulikotorin. Okay. I'm, I'm not quite sure. Uh, but that's what I saw. It's described uh, as a giant, bloodthirsty black cat. Oh. Yeah, oh. just like a huge black cat that's just bloodthirsty from, for some children. Well, how huge are we talking? Not described. Okay. I'm picturing... In some pictures, they're, it's like the same size as some of the Yule lads. Okay, so like so bigger than an average cat, like maybe the size of like a large dog. Okay. It could like easily eat a child. Yeah. Definitely not like the size of a car though. No. It's not like cat bus. <laughs> That's what I was thinking of first. So I was like, oh my God. That's funny. Vicious cat bus coming for oh, you. Oh God. No. I'm good. I'm good. Anyways. So this one doesn't have a lot of detail. It's kind of confusing, but it sounds like every Christmas Eve, you need to have received a new piece of clothing and to be wearing it on the 24th. If you don't, the Yule Cat will then come and eat you alive. Oh, it's a real stickler for fashion. Yeah, it's like a Vogue cat. Like... (laughs) Well, because you need to have a new smell from last year. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah. You know, interesting context that a lot of people pointed out on a lot of websites for this was literally that if you did not have the money to buy new clothes, yeah. um, you were just like getting eaten left and right by the Yule cat, which kind of puts a weird precedent for like people who are poor. Yeah. Yeah. However, uh, I think it's more attributed to the fact that they're like, you need to finish all your weaving, knitting, and sewing before the dark season comes, yeah. before the cold season comes. You need to finish your yearly, like, clothes mending. Clothes yeah. mending. I think that's probably, that's like the lesson that they were trying to apply to children. Like, was like, get it done. finish your fucking chores, bitch. Yeah. Slap. Oh, no. I'm imagining. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, you know, um, just in conclusion here. Let's let's do some like it's pretty clear that these stories were told as a tactic to scare children yeah. um, into behaving. So let's like spitball a couple like ways that can be interpreted mm. off of the thirteen Yule lads because it's not distinct in the cutesy version what each of those was trying to teach you. I feel like in in like Western tradition they're like very upfront about stuff like that in oh, the yeah. stories like th- they'll say the story and then in the story they'll say like so always don't forget to like yeah eat Tight. your vegetables or like whatever yeah. you know what i mean i feel like we're much more like explicit very much more like beat it o- over your head maybe you it's because we're stupid yeah <laughs> so anyway <laughs> 
the ones that I kind of listed based off of what I saw was, um, don't leave your dishes out with unfinished or, uh, like, properly stored food. Yeah. Probably because they were like, we need to save everything we have. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, don't waste because we only have this much to last us the winter. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, finish your food. Don't leave food on your plate unfinished, which harkens me back to when I was a child and I had to sit at the table until I finished every single thing on my plate. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, my parents were never like oh, that. Oh, God. My mom wasn't like that, but oh, my God. Yeah. Not a fan. That's also why I don't know how to yeah, stop eating. I mean, it creates a really unhealthy <laughs> have, relationship with food. I have a very oh, unhealthy yeah. relationship with food. It's fine. I mean, same. But. You know. <laughs> Uh, another one I thought of was don't wander outside. Actually, a lot of people said this in the articles was like because of how dark it was 20 hours, like 20 hours a day of like yeah. darkness. A lot of these were saying like don't wander around outside in the dark. You're going to get either eaten by a giant animal. Yeah. Yule cat. Or, or you're going to get up. fucking captured yeah. by some lady who's going to eat you mm-hmm. because there are fucking cannibalistic crazy people. Yeah. Or they're just going to steal you and do something else with you like bad low-key trigger warning but like rape you or something yeah you know like pedophiles they existed you know like it's not explicitly said but that feels like what that's about you know don't get kidnapped and don't get eaten by a bear you know yeah well and also those type of things are usually like used as like a listen to whatever i say because otherwise you're gonna be naughty and if you're naughty then she'll come get you and then she'll come eat you yeah like it's fucked up um there was actually a <laughs> in the BBC recording there was a part where this woman who was maybe around our age or a little bit older than us she was talking about how her brother her older brother every year tells this story of how their father while they were growing up he the kid was being bad um, and the dad threatened him by saying, like, oh, Grilla's gonna come get you and if you don't stop being bad. Yeah. And the dad had, like, gone outside at night and, like, tapped on, like, scratched and tapped on the window no. outside the kid's room, like, scraped on it. Like, it was, like, trying to crawl its way in and was, like, making, like, with the end of a wooden broom, like, scraping on it, like, on the glass and on the wood of the yeah. walls. And that the child, like, the kid, the, the, it was his sister telling the story, but she was like he was traumatized yeah like permanently from this to the point where he tells this story every year like he brings it up because he's like emotionally scarred from it yeah and she said you bet he was a good kid after that oh yeah the next day she Mm -hmm. said it was like early on in the christmas season but like the next day good behavior and i thought it was like so funny because she even laughed she was like i don't think he'll be using that tactic with his own children and she laughed and i was like yeah i don't yeah. think so I hope not. like <laughs> yeah it worked but at what cost yeah, yeah. like what yeah it's so like the, you don't want a child to be good because they're just terrified all the time yeah, yeah. oh god yeah. so uh the last couple that i wrote down was you know food is scarce and hard to maintain you know without like proper refrigeration and and you know ability to like save meats and stuff like that you yeah know? um like don't let anyone steal it or take it away from you like that's our store you know yeah like that's ours yeah. Don't fuck it up. Like, you know, don't leave the smokehouse door open so someone can come in and rob us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I already mentioned this a little bit, like, be wary of, like, dangerous wildlife in the area. Like, I don't know, like, what types of, like, animals are out there in but, Iceland. But, like, I can imagine the Yule cat thing probably came from, like, 
stories of children getting mauled by like yeah yeah whatever it is that iceland has out there yeah you know i'm not like well versed in their like wildlife so i don't know but like for us like when i was a kid mountain like lions. G- yeah mountain lions you know yeah or like there was a bear spotted in our neighborhood one time yeah i oh. lived in the valley though so you yeah know. when i was really young my family lived up in north bend and yeah. so it was always not mountain lions cougars yeah cougars um and like we had cougars in our backyard yeah mm-hmm. it was nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like Ooh, Nikon and I are like yes <laughs> the MILF team over here <laughs> oh my god MILF squad no but we're not we're the we're the MILF fan club <laughs> oh my god I need to stop saying MILF um basically MILF. Anyway. the you know the takeaway from this is just you know you better behave you better watch out you better not cry yeah um, or, you know, Grilla will come, like, murder you. You'll, you'll be eaten in a soup. You'll alive. Be, you yeah. will be put be into a bag alive. with other screaming children and then carried many miles away in the cold by a strange troll lady who, who will then, will then you. put you alive in a pot and then eat you. Yeah. And then all of her children, which could be more than 70 of them, we'll would then just, like, you. feast on your, um, like, bones and stuff. Yeah. So, or, like, dope story. if you're not fashionable enough and with the new trends, you'll be eaten by a cat. Yeah, you better fucking put on your new Christmas sweater that yeah. your grandma bought you yeah. because she knitted that and she worked really hard on it. Otherwise, the cat will come get you. Yeah, if it's ugly, suck it up or you'll be eaten by a cat. Yeah. Don't want the Yule cat to come snatch you up because you didn't want to wear grandma's itchy sweater. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. um... Uh, I just have some pictures you guys can look at. I picked one of the 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 one who hides under your bed and grabs your bowl because I thought it was a funny picture. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm basically done, so I think I'll just show you guys those after we okay. we cut. Um, okay. So yeah, that's the 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 Grilla and Lepaluthi and the Yule Cat and the, the, Yule, the Yule Lads. Wow, that or, was. Let me say it in Icelandic one more time. Yolesvener. Nice. Yeah. Um, Kudos to you for all the pronunciation. Thank it you. It sounded great. Thanks. Also, that's wild. And I'm increasingly glad that that's not my specific Christmas tradition because I think I would be terrified even more than I already am. Yeah. I think I would have even more anxiety somehow. See, that's uh, funny <laughs> because I did all this research on it and it is like Christmas time right now or like Yuletide right now. And I'm like, okay, I want to like change the way I look at Christmas to be more like this because I think it's dope. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great, but I think if as a child, Oh no, I was yeah. fucked up. Yeah. If that's where I'm thinking. Yeah, but where my I'm home like, is not a kid friendly zone. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like if I was raised in this as a child, I would have more anxiety than I do now. Um, more than you do now yeah damn i know i know <laughs> Me. slaps roof of holly this <laughs> this baby can hold a lot of anxiety yeah. <laughs> you know the podcast the pod listeners don't know that on our our pilot recording oh. i made the funniest fucking joke in that format where i sled, said slaps roof of satan this baby can, can hold, hold a lot, lot of deals, deals. <laughs> That's actually why I made the joke. Yeah. It's my favorite joke. <laughs> Anyways. Shout out to of course our 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 Nikon. Yes. Your your Nikon. 
<laughs> no, well, I'm your friend. Uh, yeah. I'm just more our, than that. our producer. <laughs> yes. And also trainer for making our music. Yeah, and Lachlan for being Lachlan. Yeah. Um, also, please, please rate and review and subscribe. Yeah, on Spotify it says I'm the only person that's rated it yet. Oh, I rated it. That's good because <laughs> we must not have enough rate ratings. No. Get Nikon, get on it. Also, I yes, did. I rated my own podcast. Yeah. Get fucked. What about it? I know I'm good. Self worth nice. is important. It is. Um, but yeah, please uh, rate, leave little comments, um, send us an email. Yes, our email is themacabcastpod at gmail.com and our Instagram, if you want to look at the pictures we're going to attach to this one, uh, our Instagram is the same handle, themacabcastpod on mm-hmm. Instagram. We don't have anything else because gross. Yeah. I'm I'm also want everyone to know that I'm working on getting us on Apple Podcasts. I know. People keep asking me, but they... I know. They're complicated. I have it mostly figured out. I just, for some reason, there's just something going wrong, and I know what it is, and I need to fix it, but I won't get into all of that. It'd be like that sometimes. We're working on it. You know, it's fine. Yeah. Who uses Apple anyways? Apparently a lot of Trainer. Is that who's been asking us? No, but I know he's thinking it. Yeah, no, I'm working on it. It'll take at least a few weeks because they have to approve it. Um, They suck. Yeah. But Um, what are we adding to our cabinet this time? um, What do you want to add from add from yours? Just a single caribou jaw piece? (laughs) No. Uh, No. (laughs) From mine, I want to add one of the stone things to lead the way home. (gasps) That's fun. I love that. Mm, maybe I'll just add like a, a lightly licked wooden spoon. Mm, excellent. Just continuously damp. Mm. Okay. But like damp from licking. Yeah. Specifically. Okay. I like it. I think. Or like. Out of options, I think that's a good one. I think that's a good one. The meat hook. The, the meat hook is also good, except for his name is meat hook. So it's not just a meat hook. It's that's true. that his name is meat hook. Or how about as just a smelly fucking candle? A bacon candle. A bacon candle. Oh, that's fucking gross. <laughs> oh, God. That's it. What are you deciding that's on? That's the pod. That's it? Mm. A meat candle. <laughs> Great. What's in your cabinet? Good night.